Blog Talk Radio. There's another drug. Another drug they don't tell you is a drug. It's a class 4 narcotic, alcohol. And the only warning they have on a bottle of alcohol is don't drink this if you're pregnant. Bullshit, that's how you got pregnant, number one. <laughs> and alcohol is especially dangerous for people like myself, alcoholics. Or you can say ethanol challenge, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> and people are going to, Robin, how do I know if I'm an alcoholic? Well, as one, let me give you some warning signs. Number one, after a night of heavy drinking, you wake up fully clothed going, Hey, somebody shit in my pants. Number two, you have a couple of cocktails, you find yourself on the freeway going, what are these fuckers doing going the wrong way? Number two. <laughs> Number three, you get drunk, you go out for Indian food, you wake up in Bombay with a camel licking your balls. <laughs> Ta-da! You are an alcoholic. And some people say, Robin, I'm a functioning alcoholic, which is, you can be one. It's like being a paraplegic lab dancer. You can do it. Just not as well as the others, really. <laughs> and they say alcoholism is peer pressure. Bullshit. Peer pressure for an alcoholic is, come here. <laughs> and I believe alcoholics are God's rodeo clowns. We're the ones doing the stupid shit nobody else will do. We're the ones coming on a shoot number five on a fifth of vodka, like, looking for a woman who's going, ew, you're the one, yeah. And we're moody little motherfuckers, too, because we'll be like, God damn it, man. I love you. I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> Step outside, I'll kick my ass. God damn it, let's do this. Poor me. God damn, poor me. Pour me another drink. <laughs> and we think we're sexy too, because we'll come up to women going like, hey baby, were your parents retarded? Because you sure are special. <laughs> and we see nothing wrong with that. We've got backup. If that doesn't work, we go, hey, sit on my face. I'll guess your weight. Ha, 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 ha. And ladies, if you take an alcoholic home for the night, oh, good luck. You're in for a fun evening. It's like playing pool with a rope. Good fucking luck. He'll be like, I love you. I love you. And the next morning, that all-important question, who the fuck are you? <laughs> Oh my God, well, at least I get a sweater. Cool, fuck it. Because you see, as an alcoholic, you will violate your standards quicker than you can lower them. You will do shit that even the devil would go, dude. And there's a voice that tells alcoholics we can drink. It's the same voice you hear if you can go up to the top of a very large building and you look over the side, there's a little voice that goes, jump. You can fly. Even though your asshole's going, no, you can't. And if you ever thought about jumping off a tall building, there was a guy who jumped off the Golden Gate Bridge. He survived, and he said this. He said, halfway down, I thought it was a bad idea. <laughs> and some things you may want to stay away from while drinking heavily, eBay, not a good idea. <laughs> eBay and alcoholism, perfect storm of addiction. You'll find yourself up to your ass in George Foreman grills and chamois. Another thing you don't want to do while really drunk is get a tattoo. I did. I got really loaded. I got a tattoo in Mandarin that says happiness and laughter right here. I think it says that. I've never had a Chinese person that close to my balls going, that's what it says. 
But I had a friend get really fucked up, and he got a tattoo in Mandarin that's supposed to say Golden Warrior, and a Chinese friend said, no, it says Ass Monkey. <laughs> then the idiot went out and got drunk again and got a tattoo in Hindu that was supposed to say Dawn of Enlightenment, and a Hindu friend said, no, it says Deliveries on Tuesday. <laughs> so he is now the Ass Monkey who delivers on Tuesday for the rest of his life. And girls, if you want to get that lovely tattoo of the sunrise rising out of your ass crack, gorgeous when you're 20, but when you're 50, it's an octopus chasing a fucking starfish. So no. Be careful. And if they made a drug that allowed you to drink and not get drunk, an alcoholic would go, what happens if you take two? No. Because we have these things called blackouts as alcoholics. It's not really blackouts. It's more like sleepwalking with activity. It's kind of strange. I believe it's your conscience going into a witness protection program. It's your conscience going, you're about to fuck a hobbit. I gotta go. Good luck. What a great comedian that uh, Robin Williams was. August 11th marked four years since he died. Robin was just 63 years old when he took his own life. Such a shame. And uh, another thing that's a shame is uh, when friends die. And uh, recently I had a friend of mine uh, pass away because of cancer. And I'd like to dedicate this show to uh, Bob Smith, uh, a longtime friend from uh, the neighborhood in East Haven that I grew up with. So uh, 657 383-1307 is the call-in number to this episode of The Designated Driver. The Designated Driver is uh, umbrellaed underneath Sunday Sauce Pot. So um, that's what this show is. This show is The Designated Driver, and it's uh, really good to be back here on Blog Talk Radio. Our last episode was our Halloween episode on October 25th, 2009, that was nine years ago. Since uh, since then, uh, Sunday Sauce Spot has over 40,000 listens on Blog Talk Radio, uh, listeners from all over the United States and across the globe. Uh, Blog Talk Radio has this thing where you can see where people listen in from, and uh, it's amazing uh, the other countries uh, that are listening to Sunday Sauce Pot. Russia, Canada, Spain, France, Ireland, Sweden, the United Kingdom, Finland, Poland, Australia, Germany, New Zealand, and Romania. Thank you so much for all the listeners near and far over the years who've tuned in. And thank you to Blog Talk Radio for broadcasting our show to all of these listeners. Today is Sunday, August 19, 2018, and today we explore the age-old debate about addiction. Is addiction a choice or a disease? First of all, what is addiction? Well, according to uh, psychologytoday.com, Addiction is a condition in which a person engages in use of a substance or behavior for which the rewarding effects provide a compelling incentive to repeatedly 
pursue the behavior despite detrimental consequences. So depending on the outcome, it doesn't matter what the outcome is. If you have an addiction, you're still going to do it. That's what the psychology today, that's their definition. So let's look at this uh, for a minute, shall we? You have your thoughts that turn into actions that turn into results. This is all part of your mindset. You are in control of your thoughts. Don't ever let your thoughts be in control of you. Addiction is a free will. Addiction is a choice you make. The choices you make can become habit forming. You can become dependent on those choices that you make. Your surroundings has a lot to do with the choices you make. If you are unhappy or stressed out, you might choose to use drugs or alcohol to be stress-free and happy. Addiction is a result of the environment you live in. When you're happy, you connect with things that make you happy. When you're not happy, stressed, or traumatized, you choose to connect with things like drugs or alcohol to make you happy. Bottom line is everyone has to have a reason to get out of bed in the morning. Every morning, you need a positive reason to get out and start your day. That's the bottom line. Addiction, choice versus disease. Believers of the disease model of addiction focus on the changes that occur in the brain of chemically dependent individuals. Once these changes occur, choice is no longer an option. Once a person becomes dependent on alcohol or drugs, believers of the disease model believe that you can no longer choose to stop using. The disease concept, in my opinion, is just a sloppy metaphor. Saying I have a disease is the easy way out instead of beating yourself up. I can now say, I have a disease. Smoking, eating bad, and not working out can all lead to diseases such as cancer, diabetes, and heart disease, which once you have the disease, you can't make a choice to not have it. Unlike addiction, where you can make a choice to end it. If you go see a doctor or therapist and they diagnose you with addiction as a disease, what does that mean in the long run? Prescription drugs, rehabilitation centers, doctor visits, cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. Can you see the pattern here? If someone tells you that your addiction is a disease, do not feed into them. Realize that you can overcome your addiction. You are stronger 
than you know. Like I said before, you are in control of your thoughts. Don't allow your thoughts to be in control of you. Yes, you you need help with when the urges come along, but it is treatable. Those those urges can be treatable if you have the proper tools, you have the proper support network, you you have the proper knowledge. You you can in time overcome those urges. If I offer someone who is struggling with an addiction, alcohol or drugs, if I say to them, go ahead, you can have that drug or that drink, they're going to take it. But if I say to them, wait a minute, oh, oh, wait a minute, if you choose to take that drug or drink, that drink, I'm going to shoot and kill you. Chances are they won't use. With a strong enough threat, I can get the user to stop their behavior. But if I do the same thing to someone with AIDS, diabetes, or cancer, they can't choose to stop their behavior. That's the difference between the the choice and the disease. Disease happens to you. Addiction is caused by the choices you make. If you created it, you can overcome it. Why do some people get addicted and some people don't? That is the question. That is the million-dollar question. Why do some people recover and some people don't? Choices they make. That's why some people recover and some people don't. Make the choice to stop the habit before it becomes an addiction. It starts out as a habit. It starts out as just going out, having a good time, and then, you know, you want to have more of a good time. So now it becomes a habit. And before you know it, the habit becomes an addiction. And now the addiction is taking over your life. And now you're in a situation that you never wanted to be before. Addiction, is it a choice or a disease? What side of the coin are you on? 657-383-1307. Call in and let me know what you think about tonight's topic. Hello there. Yeah, how you doing? This is Kissel. What time are you people going to come over and fix my sink? I don't know. Who, who, do, who do you want? I don't know. I called you guys about uh, four hours ago to come fix my sink. It's all, all water's all over the place. Nah, you didn't call here. Uh, of course I called you. This is Kissel. Where you, where you located at? I'm 24 Crescent Street. Oh, you're the one on Crescent Street? Yeah, that's right. What's taking you guys? Whoa, whoa, whoa. I told you I'd be there. Uh, oh, Jesus Christ, yeah. I told you I'd be there Wednesday. No, you said Monday. I said Wednesday. Oh, now you call me a liar? Wait, hold it. Maybe my son called. They, nah, I don't it, know. Wait, hold it for a minute. Anthony. Yes, hello? 
Yeah. Hi, this is uh, this is uh, Frank's son. What? It's Frank's son. Yeah. I I called you last week. I was the guy. Yeah, but I don't think I made any kind of an appointment or anything. As a matter of fact, I think. If I recall correctly, I think I gave you a price or something. You said you'd come back to me. Yeah. Back to me. Are you Freddy? Are you Freddy? No, I'm not Freddy. My yeah, Uncle Freddy. Freddy. What? Uncle Freddy. Uncle Fred? Yeah. Who? You. No. Uncle Freddy's not there. Look, there's no Uncle Fred here, and I think I think you're talking to the wrong party. Oh, no, no. Here, talk to my father. What? Uncle Freddy didn't die. He said Uncle Freddy died. Uncle Freddy died? Oh, my goodness. Martha, Uncle Freddy died. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna, you're in trouble now. I'm going to come there. I'm going to break your fucking legs. You killed Uncle Freddy. They killed Uncle Freddy. They killed him, you motherfucker! Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa! What? Yeah. Who said anything? Do you, do you do you know what you're talking about? Hello? Yeah. Well, well, what is what is wrong with you? You, where's Uncle Freddy? Who the hell knows Uncle Freddy? You ain't, you got the wrong party, I think, buddy. You, uh, you killed Uncle. Now you want to kill me, right? You want to kill? You got the wrong party. You want to kill me now? This is Kissel. I don't know no Kissel. Oh, Jesus Christ. I don't know any Kissel. I'm sorry. All right, all right, all right. The Jerky Boys. That's a great bit by the Jerky Boys. The 2018 30th Anniversary Sober in the Sun Festival is here, August 31st through September 3rd, 2018, at the Treasure Valley Scout Reservation in Rutland, Massachusetts, an alcohol and drug-free weekend of live music, camping, workshops, and activities. Sober in the Sun is a great weekend of camping and music produced by Sand Stew Incorporated. Sand Stew Incorporated and Sober in the Sun are not affiliated with NAAA or any other 12-step program. Gates are open to all. The only requirement is that you share in a sober and drug-free weekend. For more information about this event, please visit SoberInTheSun.org or call 603-557-6645. If you're looking for uh, a weekend getaway, that's a, a great, great um, time over there for sober fun. Um, drinking and drug use habits can and will be modified by the person's choice. If there was no choice, then no one would recover from the addiction. And we all know that's false. People, including myself, 23 years sober next month through the grace of God. Thank you. Do recover, and it all happens by the choices they make. Doesn't matter if you believe in addiction. Doesn't matter if you believe that addiction is a choice or a disease. If you or a loved one is struggling with alcohol or drug use disorders, now is the time to seek treatment and work toward getting a new and different 
clean and sober life. SAMHSA, Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration, National Helpline, 1-800-662-4357, a confidential free 24-hour-a-day, 365-day-a-year information service for anyone facing mental or substance use disorders. This referral service is free of charge. Another uh, um, support network to look into is Smart Recovery, smartrecovery.org, where no one will label you as an alcoholic, addict, diseased, or powerless. Smart Recovery is a self-help program for people having problems with drinking and using. Smart Recovery teaches self-help procedures designed to empower you to abstain and develop a more positive lifestyle. SmartRecovery.org to search for a meeting near you or you can check out their online meetings if you can't find a meeting in your area. I scheduled this to be a 30-minute show, so we're winding down here already. The time flies. I hope uh, you guys enjoyed having me back as much as I enjoyed being back. Um, A major, major news story uh, recently hit in the headlines. Yesterday, uh, Saturday, August 18th, 2018, from the New York Post, uh, suspected K2 dealer arrested after a mass overdose straight out of New Haven, Connecticut. A 53-year-old man has been arrested in connection with more than 100 synthetic marijuana overdoses, many of which are from the New Haven Green. Some of the victims identified John Parker of New Haven, Connecticut, as one of the people who was dealing K2 on the New Haven Green where most of the overdoses occurred this past uh, Wednesday and Thursday. Police Chief Anthony Campbell stated that no deaths were reported and most people recovered quickly. Authorities described chaotic scenes on the New Haven Green with people falling unconscious at the same time while others became nauseated and vomiting. It was just a horrific scene uh, down in New Haven. According to the New Haven Register, three men were arrested in connection with the mass overdoses on the New Haven Green. John Parker, Felix Melendez, an unidentified third man. One of the chemicals in K2 is Fubinaca. I think I said that right, Fubinaca, which is really knocking people down and taking them out. Officials are trying to get the word out to make sure people understand how dangerous this synthetic marijuana is. Well, as I said, we're winding down the show here, so I uh, hope it was helpful. I hope this show was helpful, and uh, it was great to be back here on Blog Talk Radio. I'm not sure if I'll be back uh, every Sunday, every other Sunday. I, I don't know. Uh, But if you enjoyed the show, let me know on Facebook, 
uh, add me as a friend, Marty the Paisan, and check out our Sunday Sauce Pop Facebook page. And we also have a Facebook group with over 3,000 members for the Designated Driver Addiction Recovery Radio Show. Just go to Facebook and search the Designated Driver. So we're going to close out tonight's broadcast with an awesome song by James Arthur called Recovery. The song came out in 2013 and has over 59 million views on YouTube. So thanks again, guys, for listening and uh, tuning in over the years uh, from all over the globe. Thank you, guys. Again, uh, add me on Facebook, Marty the Paisan, and uh, thanks for being part of the designated driver. Who loves you, baby? I don't want to play this game no more I don't want to play it I don't want to stay around here no more I don't want to stay here Like rain on a Monday morning Like pain that just keeps on going on Look at all the hate they keep on showing I don't want to see that Look at all the stones they keep on throwing I don't want to feel that Like sun that will keep on burning And I